Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Portland, if you've ever wondered where to get your blazers, ducks, and bees. It's right here on the airwaves of 1080. 1080 to fan with Danny and Dusty. It's Danny and Dusty and Rust from noon till three. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this dreary Tuesday. A hangry meringue is with us. Uh, Food is on the way, though. You're right. But I have now successfully carried my way into free food and a gift card. Attaboy. The people on the... um, on the stream, saw me trying to offer you a. I have a popcorner, mm-hmm. spicy queso, and you refused. You're going on a Gandhi like hunger strike until you get your food. I am. I'm hunger striking until I get my food. Another like 20 minutes. Yeah, it'll get here <laughs> mid show. <laughs> what if they send the same driver? That would be fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, I hope they do. <laughs> And it's like, ah, same old route. We're just going to rip and send her right back to you. I'm still kind of hungry. It's not going to be Alex Grinch that gets you. It's going to be this driver. (laughs) (laughs) The upset of the century right there. All right. uh, Speaking of upsets, let's get to it. The NBA season gets underway tonight. And it, with Portland Trailblazers, we have to hold off. They got one more day. They're nine and a half point underdogs to the Clippers on opening night. Yep. And in L.A. Yeah, is does that matter? Do you, do we think the Blazers would be? No, it's it's, it's weird. They're just doing a little one hopper, uh, just a one game, one, one game down in L.A. and then they're yeah. they're here Friday against the Magic. How long until that Inglewood Arena is open for the Clippers next year? Next year, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 about almost, right. it's almost done. Yeah, well, good for them. I was gonna go down to the game, but um, my my knee being as it is, stuffing it in a plane right now is probably not a great idea, even for a little two hour flight. Oh, so yeah, that's not good. No. It is what it is. But, uh, but oh, opening night and nine and a half point dogs. I, I I sit there and we'll talk in depth about the Blazers tomorrow, tomorrow. obviously. But, you know, with their lot in the Western Conference this year, the West is going to be deep this year. It's star, it's star heavy at the well, top. Well, it's not going to be deep for the Blazers because they're going to be at the bottom. No, I know. <laughs> um, but when you play... 
Western Conference teams more often. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not good. It's no. not a good signal for that no. 28. Is it still at 28 and a half, the over under win total? I believe so. You know what? If you're, uh, again, like this bet. is uh, for entertainment purposes only. Well, the Blazers and the Spurs both had the same odds to win 35 games. No. Take the Spurs. You you serious, Clark? Uh, I was having a discussion with another uh, Portland media member about this the other day, and let me see if the it's still you like- can get some good odds on the Blazers. You can get plus fifty thousand for them to make the finals. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, good bu- bu- Lord. It's plus two eighty five for the Spurs to win thirty five games, okay. and plus seven fifty for the Spurs to win forty. You, I I think there's some very good value in. Definitely the 35 wins. Yeah. And if I squint at the 40. <laughs> You're squinting at the 40. Like huh? I'm looking at that 40 like, hmm, plus nine and a half. Do I want to throw a hundred bucks down on that? Because that's. I'm on Blazers. Mm. Uh, I'm on uh, the old Vegas insider right mm. now. And uh, it, I can't find their win total for the year, but it's hovering just below 30 right now. And that kind of seems like the under maybe where they're going to hit um, when you look at what the Western Conference is. Because you have teams that were young last year and they are, are in growth, you can say. Oklahoma City, I think, is going to be n- not just a an improved team. I think they're going to be a good team this year. Uh, the bottom of the Western Conference seems pretty clear. I think Utah is going to be improved this year. The top is we know who the who the the standard players are going to be. It's going to be Denver, and it's going to be the Lakers and the Suns are going to be there at the end of the day. The Golden State Warriors are an interesting team for me um, as we look at this year. But when you look at just the depth of the of the West, you have a bunch of teams that feel like they've had their direction sure. for a few years yep. now, or if in or our, in San Antonio, they're a year ahead, and they're going to start. It's going to start paying the piper, and they're going to they're going to have these things pay off. Whereas a team like Portland, they're at the beginning of this, and this is an interesting time because, really, when you look at it, who are what other teams in the West are in the Blazers' position right now, where they are phase one of the yeah. rebuild, yeah. the the tear down mode, because it it almost seems like every other team in the West has already been there. Has had this direction, yeah. even like a team like Houston, which is not going to be great this year. No, they went through two plus years of draft picks. They are in phase two or, of their rebuild, or at least phase one point five. Yeah, that's that's right. Like, They're they, not tearing it all down. To no, the like and 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 as much as I hate Dylan Brooks, he's he's a competent NBA player. Uh, I think he's self destructive and is going to tear that team apart from the inside. It's just a matter of time until he hits someone in the nuts. He already did in the preseason and got suspended for it. Well, I know that. I know so, that, but it's a uh, and it's Van only Vliet, a matter of time. And Van Vliet will organize them in a way that they haven't been organized, which is going to be huge for them. It's the same reason why you'll see Anthony Simons kind yep. of being the featured guy for the Trailblazers because Boy. that that organization matters. But Jalen Green, can he play off ball? Jabari Smith Jr. figuring out how to shoot. Alperen Shengun being a guy like. They have, I mean, Cam Whitmore was mm-hmm. fantastic at Summer League. Tari Eason looks like he's going to be a player. Like, they have a lot of young guys to sort through, but they also have a lot of young guys that have already kind of sorted through stuff. So you have a bit of a better understanding of where they're going to be. Like, Jalen Green's still young, but he's going into year three. Mm-hmm. That's very different from year one. That's Absolutely. Year three is when you start to put stuff together. That's when, like, oh, that's how this works. And so... Yeah, they're 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 at least phase one and a half where Portland is like, 
your most important guy that you're counting on, your one guy, and Scoot Henderson is in year one at 19 years old, and he just went through the preseason, and he looked bad. And quite literally, there are no teams that are in that position in the West. No. None. I mean, to be honest, there's only one other team in the league that is there, and it's the Wizards, and they're actually behind the Blazers because they don't have the young guy the that they're like, yeah, well, this is the guy we're building with. Like, uh, what was it Koulibaly went number number eight, and he's got a like a, he's as raw as it gets, and they're just going to force feed him minutes. But the they're in this awkward spot with Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma, where you're just like, eh, this is what you're going with, huh? Well, okay. in their their assets, they don't have they're not building a war chest like Portland has tried to do. Yes, and is is really Portland's still not done moving, right? Like in in the vision of Joe Cronin and what he wants to do. Eventually, Malcolm Brogdon, number 11 in your program. Yeah, no, no longer number 92. He's just waiting for Kevin Knox to get waived, apparently. That's brutal. It's kind of cold. Didn't, like, didn't... he took 92. Like, I'll, I'll wait. It, uh, it's okay. I'll wait this one out. Instead of paying Kevin, he's like, I'll, I'll wait. I know it's coming. Like, that would have been a nice little thing for him to do to yeah. Kevin Knox, though. It's like, give him a little cash on the Cut way Cut him out, a couple but, stacks. Um, Eventually, Brogdon is part of a bigger move that sure. where they can down the road at some point this season. Um, perhaps Jeremy Grant, perhaps Time Lord. And then you start looking at, all right, now you have a legitimate war chest mm-hmm. that you're working with. And in that, and in those Portland. cases, like uh, you have the Stephen Adams injury in Memphis. Yeah. And let's, let's say that Memphis calls that, that changes. Some things. This is that there's a team that I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. They may be the team that, we look at and they are unintentionally oh this is a bad gap. This, this is a gap year, year for them they're 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 they are behind the eight ball Let, let's go through it for those that, that that don't know as we enter opening night of the nba mm-hmm. you have suspended ja morant for, for the first 25, 25 games, games of the year yep. you have already you have steven adams shut down for the year yep. with a knee surgery and that sucks man because he Steve was banged adams, up like, last year he too is, and and he's, he's old and he tried to play through it last year to to give the Grizzlies a chance and, and it just didn't work. You have Brandon Clark coming off the Achilles surgery, who is still out yep. and does not have a timeline for his return. I would think probably January at the earliest, okay. and that's it's probably pushing it still. So that leaves them with Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, mm-hmm. Zaire Williams, one of the best defenders in the in the NBA, Jaron Jackson Jr. could have been defensive player, player of the year. No, he was. He was defensive yeah. player of the year. Yeah, that, yeah, oh. yeah, he won last year. Boy, I forget. The defensive player of the year in the NBA is an award that I forget. They had the last two defensive player of the year winners in Smart and uh, yeah. Triple J. That's right. Even though Marcus Smart should not have won it. Danny hates Marcus Smart winning the defensive player of the year. I don't think anybody outside of Boston believed Marcus Smart should have won defensive player of the year. Xavier Tillman uh, is your starting center um, <laughs> in Memphis as well. That team is not a a top flight team in the in the Western Conference this year. They sure as heck aren't what the three seed that they were a year ago. No, or two only, seed a year ago. Not only that, like you, their big man depth is shot now. Yeah, like boy, I thought he was going a different direction mm. with that word when he started it. Their big man depth is shot. Yeah, it's right I mean, now. It's, yeah, shot yeah. out of a cannon. Shot into the ocean. Mm. Yeah, indeed. That's right. Heavy emphasis on the O. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They don't uh, because look. You need Brandon Clark. This is like, then this is the sad part with him is like a win healthy situation. With Brandon I mean, Clark. Yeah, no, Brandon Clark's a super fun player, but it is turning into the mm-hmm. win healthy. Yeah. 
Uh, that qualifier, I hate that we have to use that, but you do mm-hmm. with, with him right now. And then without Steven Adams, like that guy, I think people don't understand or appreciate as much how much Steven Adams means. He's a non-box score everything. winner. Because you cannot fight over or really under a screen effectively from him because he is, he is a massive human and being. And he's considered to be the strongest guy in the league from basically every player I've ever talked And that about. translates to both ends of the floor. He boxes out three guys at a time. Like It was like, oh, he doesn't really rebound that well. It's like, oh, that's weird. When he's on the floor, his team out-rebounds the other team by a drastic margin. Yeah. It's like he's, exactly. a, non, he's a non-box score all-star in that he screens people's souls out of their bodies. Yeah. He boxes out like an entire side of the floor. Mm-hmm. His rim protection ability, his IQ, his not only his rim protection, his protection protection oh you want to come hard at somebody cool just remember next time down the floor you're gonna lose teeth yeah i like that about him too is that he is he's like an enforcer he's one of the we're losing enforcers in the nba Mm -hmm. he's still an enforcer talk to your big man remember when he when uh it was was it dame was dame or cj got screened out of just this galaxy Coming up the floor, didn't see Steven Adams, and everybody got mad at him. He goes, talk to your big man. As in, uh, Nurk didn't let the uh, the player know that it was coming. Uh, they're set for a setback. They're, they're, they're in for a regression. They're the, they're, they're, they are the chaos theory, what can go wrong will. And it'll be really interesting to see after 25 games where Ja Morant is at between the years. Oh, God. I mean, again, we referenced it a little bit, the Baxter home story last week. There are plenty of people around the league who are... If they could sell their John Morant stock, they would. Hmm. Um, other than that, like the the Blazers are clearly heading into this year, they are clearly the worst team in in, in the, the Western in Conference. the West. Yes. Yeah. Now you're going to have probably this always happens. You're going to have a team that suffers some insane amount of injuries. Yep. And you can never predict that. But on paper, look, everybody wants to talk about like Ant is a good, is a good player. Yes, is DeAndre Ayton a good player? Yes, is Jeremy Grant a good player? Yes, they have plenty of good players. They don't have great, and that's what this year is about. Do they have a great prospect in Shaden Sharp? Do they have a great prospect in Scoot Henderson? Do does Ant have another gear? Like that, those are the questions about this year. And if, if you if you've noticed, none of them have to do with winning. Yeah. That's that's tough. All right. Well, who's going to be the best in the West and the East? Uh, we'll get we'll get some of our thoughts in on the West or the NBA, which season gets underway tonight. The defending world champion Denver Nuggets four thirty tip to kick off the NBA season on TNT against the Lakers. Danny Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Dusty on the fan. Uh-oh, we now have the security footage and it's not good. It's a bad look. Literally have the footage now it's a bad look. of the driver yeah. Yeah. setting the food down, taking the picture, doing the side to side. Anybody looking? Whoop! And then yoink! Mm, yeah, people were dipping out my food. People were watching. Danny's so mad. For those wondering, I'm pu- I'm putting it on Twitter here in just a second, so uh, so you can oh, all no see <laughs> just how ridiculous this is. All right, uh, let's get I through love the Petty Olympics. We talked about who's going to be the worst team in the Western Conference, Portland. Um, let's look at the who's going to be the best teams uh, among the best in, in each of the conferences here, because uh, look, there's no shortage of great teams. I think the odds-on front runner is is the team that the Portland Trailblazers dealt Damian Lillard to, and it's no secret. It is the Milwaukee Bucks. They are loaded. They are deep. They have improved their roster dramatically. They did not have to. And think about what they gave up to get Dame. They did not have to give up a whole heck of a lot from their war chest of pieces that they have for their team this year. They are still a top-flight roster. I think it's pretty easy. It is Milwaukee as number one in the East. After after that, it gets a little bit more hairy as to sorting out the Eastern Conference because you have the Boston Celtics will be good. The Philadelphia 76ers may just implode, and they may be unintentionally bad this year because James Harden isn't there. He's not going to show up. They're going to be shorthanded. And then who's going to trade for a guy like that, and will they end up getting the best end of a a deal like that? Will Miami uh, resurface as a team that wasn't just a play-in team that made it to the finals last year, but are they going to put it together for 82 throughout the regular season? Um, There's a lot of questions out east outside of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely a uh, much more wide open scenario in the East. Like the as much as everybody keeps talking about Boston, 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 like you're you're, you're predicating your season on you, you got rid of the sixth man of the year and a, a defensive player of the year capable big, and you're counting on thirty eight year old Al Horford and a guy in Kristaps Porzingis who in uh, in one year I believe I'm trying to remember uh, a friend of mine who covers the Mavericks told me that in one season he had 17 different lower body injuries. That seems like a lot. Like that's that's That seems like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So 7 foot 3 Latvian big man who Kristaps Porzingis, the unicorn who don't be wrong, has played really well when the stakes don't matter. Mm. And he was and he was very good last year for the Wizards, but he's never been good in seasons that for teams that matter. I I'm going to break this to some people out hmm. there. Unicorns aren't real. So, oh, wow. Maybe that may be an apt nickname for Kristaps Porzingis. Ah, that's, it's even deeper than I was aiming to cut. That's, <laughs> that's tough. But, you I mean, you look at, at where things sit. 
I, I really like Cleveland. I mm. love I love Garland and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, that, that marriage is not one for for that's going to last, unfortunately. Gar- or, uh, Mitchell's going to find his way out of there one way or the other. But while they have them, it's a team that I really like. They go out and they they take uh, Struess from from Miami, who's mm-hmm. who's you know shown he's a more than a capable NBA player. I think Evan Mobley's defensive player of the year, capable guy. Jared Allen did not play well in the playoffs, but I, I really like that team. Could they make a step? The Knicks seem to have a, a real roster. Isn't that the Cleveland roster, though, just like a bunch of guys that we've all been waiting to put it together? Yeah, but they're all super young. Yeah. Like, and you just like, you keep Mobley, waiting. Mobley's though. in year three. Like, Garland's in year four, five. Five. Yeah, I mean, like they're all still like, but like n- Jared n- Allen, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell's though, the only been, one who's really in his prime, and and well, been there for been in the league for a while though. Yeah, but again, just like, like come on, let's go, let's see it. And that's the thing is, I think they've shown it that they're very good. Yeah, but that was their first real trip to the playoffs. Now mm-hmm. let's see kind of where they go from there. But you have questions there. Yeah. Miami, my God, they're running back a worse roster. They really are. They so, really are. So I don't, I don't understand how you can look at that team and go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one I want to get. And listen, I don't want to count Jimmy and Bam out, but also at the same time, like there's no reason to sit there and be like, oh yeah, no, 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 they're gonna get a lot more contributions from Tyler Harrow, and they're gonna get more contributions from from Jokic and Jaime Hawkins. It's like, come on, buddy, come on, buddy. Hey, there's a team that I I'm kind of keeping an eye on in the East, and I don't, I can't figure out if they got better this off season, but they have pieces that I like, Indiana. They're gonna take a step. They might be a playing team, right? But it's like they have they have they feel like the early iteration of what we talk about with Cleveland. Is- sure, I mean Hallie's Hallie's a dude. We, yeah, we, we saw that with Matherin, yeah. A t- Tyrese Halliburton. You've got Miles Turner, Miles Turner's which back. is the guy you're sitting there like, okay, are they ever going to get over the hump, or are they going to trade him finally yeah. this year? And they just re-signed uh, uh, Neesmith. so like they've got a nice little, like they're a fun little team. Yeah, and they're going to be a fun little like league. Obi Toppin and, and and Bruce Brown, you're your, like your redraft kind of player, right? Yeah. Like these are guys that had really high ceilings, but nobody could they know. be good. They have Nemhard off the bench yeah. and Buddy Healed as well. Like yeah. The, Pieces that you're like, I can see caliber them players. Sure. good. Yeah. Like, and, I could see it. Frisky. Then you're looking at the Toronto Raptors, yep. who nobody I've talked to in the league, player, coach, executive, is like, yeah, no, I I, I believe in what they're doing. It's, everybody's going, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Holding on for way too long, yeah, being that, stubborn. This Sounds is, familiar. Yeah, no, this is like a, a worse version of what the, the Blazers have done, yeah. in that they, not only have they not picked a path, they haven't added to the team. Like they've, they've just Sounds lost. Sounds familiar. Lost. Like, well, I mean, even the look. Neil Olshay made stupid moves, but they tried to make moves with Covington and Nance, and like they tried to add at least something. But those were all moves that everybody in their right mind said these are moves on the margins and not they. Sure. They're not needle movers. They're, no. everything they did under Neil Olshay was on the edges of. Making and you, you could argue slightly that better if you squint. Making those moves put them in a worse position. Not even argue it did. No, it did. But Toronto isn't even attempting to do that. Mm. They're they're running it back with less and less and less. Like you you lost guys for nothing, and yeah. you keep doing it. All right, out west. Uh, I mean, Denver's the reigning world champions, and they continue to be really stinking good. But look, Phoenix is going to be a problem out west. Yes. The top of the Western Conference is gnarly it is. to get through. I mean, you you look at how the the, the 
The team that I'm looking at to fall off is Dallas. I do not believe in Dallas. I love Luka, but oh no is, way, Kyrie Irving team. Not only that, like, you, you look behind them like who's there? Who's like they just resigned Josh Green, who's a nice player, but Jaden Hardy's an undersized guard that you know doesn't really fit with when they already have Kyrie. It's like eh, I'm not really seeing it there. They don't. Really, Max- what are you talking about Maxi Kleber and Tim Hardaway Jr.? Look, I like Maxi. I think he's a really good player. He's a really good role player. But like, but they haven't figured out their big situation. They're talking about starting Derek Lively, who. Has all the tools, but like I don't know if he's ready to put it together. Dallas just seems like a, a candidate to fall apart. And the Pelicans, they can't stay healthy. No. And not only that, like you're, you're basing your team off Zion and, and B.I. And as much as everybody wants to believe in the potential, year three, year four of it, like everybody's tired of it. They're just tired of it. Just because it's and they're going to get CJ'd too. Yeah, I mean, they are. That's yeah. So it's good. Like Don't get me wrong. When they're all healthy and they're all on the floor, really they'll, they'll break you. you what do you think of Sacramento? Seems like it might be like an, a, a regression year as far as being the third seed. Still a playoff team. They were but also like the healthiest, healthiest team in the league last year. Not the third seed in the NBA, yeah. in, in the Western Conference. The flip side is, does De'Aaron Fox have another gear in him? And everybody keeps talking about how great he's looked coming out of camp, how he's looking better. Look, Fox was a guy that everybody thought was going to be a superstar guard. Yep. And does, did it just take a couple extra years? So uh, they brought over Sasha Vizankov, who was uh, Real Madrid's MVP uh, in their title run. Duke can shoot it. Uh, and that was something I think the, the Kings didn't have in the playoffs because Kevin Herter went and disappeared. Um, Ronald Threesley? Yeah, his, his three ball disappeared. So Damn. having some more reliable shooting, uh, their big man depth is a little bit dinged up as Trey Lyles is dealing with some stuff right now. So you, you're already starting to see the injuries pop up for them that they didn't have last year. But I, I think they're still solidly a playoff team. I, I think the two teams in the West that I worry about the most, like dropping off, are, are you know, uh, Jay McDaniels who just got that big contract. Is one of the best defensive players in the league. He's unbelievably huge, enormous wingspan. Is a, on an upside player. Anthony Edwards, I think, is going to be a very good player. I don't think he's great. I'm probably one of the few that is not buying all the <laughs> Edwards hype. Mm-hmm. I think he's very good. I just don't think he's a number one. I think he's a really good number two. But they still have to figure out the cat go bear thing, and I don't think they're ever going to. And they're going to end up. I mean, the worst kept secret in the NBA right now is that the Timberwolves are shopping cat. Well, and here's here's the thing that behind like running the point is Mike Conley. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley's get Mike Conley's Mike's, old he's now. Thirty six. He's thirty six years old. We talk about Chris Paul being old. Yeah. But Mike Conley is and, old and too. Injuries are catching up to him. He's he's one hundred percent. He was a guy who was bulletproof, but you're starting to. I mean, man, you get over thirty five in the NBA. Especially as a small point guard, it just it beats your body up. And that is where you sit there and you look at. All right, depth could be the issue mm-hmm. that drags them down. Creation, particularly. Yeah, you're 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 counting on you know Edwards being a bit more of a creator than he has been in the past. So. All right, but wow. yeah, the, the, but the NBA is starting tonight, man. OKC, OKC. Is I think the they'd be really card. good. I I think they're one piece away. Do they trade a giddy? Like, let let's let's get super weird. Let's say Joel Embiid com- comes free. Do do the do the seven or do the OKC throw Gideon picks at the seventy six? They have thirty seven draft picks in the next five years. In the next five years, yeah, thirty seven. Do they do they say, look, we know Joel doesn't want to be here. It's Oklahoma City, but also maybe we can convince him the same way they did with Paul George. And then all of a sudden, you've got a bottomless Chet, Shirley Temples. Well, I mean, you've got a Chet Embiid, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Group and you're just like, oh, you know, what do you do with that? I don't know. Throw Wemby at him. Yeah, good luck. Oh man! All right, NBA gets going tonight. Mm-hmm. Let's go, giddy up, Buttercup. Love to see it. Oh boy, I'm still very, very hangry right now. Uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're a, uh, I don't want to say prepubescent. If you're if you're a teenager with dreams of the NBA, stay off Twitter. But first, here's a Sports Center update with the Big Kahuna. You ever had a Big Kahuna burger? Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. All right, welcome back in to Danny and Dusty. Creed, man. Uh, oh, thanks, Rust. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate that one. Um, Mr. Morang, this is going to be of no surprise to anybody. He was like, are you kidding me? My food just got here. I said, no, you have to go and get yeah, it now. go get it. We're okay. So he went to go get his food. He is now back. Uh, has the food safely arrived to Odyssey Portland? Food is safe and secure. And did you fight the driver? Was it the same driver? No, I don't know. They were gone. They were gone, but it is. Uh, it's funny. It was uh, also twenty minutes late. So, you can't. You can't get it right all the time. You know. Yeah. Can't get it right all the time. Good times. All right. Uh, we are now for the worst day on the web. It's not the driver, which you are about to just put all of their information on the internet. Yeah. If you want to see them, I've just posted the video of them stealing my food on Twitter. Yeah. They'd give the whole whoopsie do look around like. Boop, boop. Nope. I'm out. Just unbelievable. That is a pretty bad day on the web. <sighs> you know, also had a bad ha- had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Lakers wing swingman, whatever you want to call him, Austin Reeves. Well, back in 2012, let let let, let he who has not cast the first stupid tweet here uh, throw the first stone. If you go through literally everyone's tweets that's in the NBA yeah. <laughs> right now, uh, one went very viral this summer with Damian Lillard. Um, Chastising LeBron James. LeBron James in his early heat days. Uh, Still one of my favorite you, drops. You can still find you can find something on on literally anyone who has a Twitter in the NBA. LeBron James. Mm. There's gonna be no buddy buddy stuff. That part. Um, but Austin Reeves sat down with the uh, with the ringer and had to uh, explain a situation from 2012 and how he smoothed it over with LeBron James. I was a big Kobe fan. Um, <laughs> So, like, for a long time, like, I wasn't the biggest Bron fan. And, like, me and him have a conversation about it because uh, there was a post that come out uh, middle of last year when we were in New Orleans. And it was a, a Facebook post that I posted from 2012. And it was like, uh, when I need some sleep, I put my phone to LeBron mode. No <laughs> rings or something. And I was just like, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Every one of you guys is that up like yeah. <laughs> every draft class on everybody immediately digs in to see who you've read sure. but anyway no doubt that's so, actually not the worst tweet though no so i give you a lot of credit for the creativity. but i remember we were in new orleans and i <laughs> sports center posted it on instagram and i just pulled up my phone and i first thing i seen and i was just like <laughs> so i was like all right i gotta i got a man up like i just gotta call him over here and tell him so i was like brian come here man 
And he walks over. He's like, what's up? I was like, look, I was a huge Kobe fan. I was shitting on you back in 2012. <laughs> and I read what I posted. He just started laughing. Uh, he ended up making you know, a comment about it in the media uh, after I did the too small to Pat Bev. Um, you know, uh, just about me having his back, even though I was a Kobe fan. So, you know, shout out to him for, um, you know, not you know, taking that any type of way. <laughs> I love it. I love it because, I mean, look, if you go, like I said, you can go back and through basically any player's Twitter and you go back to their pre-NBA career. Um, Eric Bledsoe has one that he's famous for. For um, I'm sorry, not Eric Bledsoe. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. has one. Um, I don't know if I can. Slang and wood? Yeah. yeah. There you go. You can, you can say slang and wood, right? Yeah. I slang that wood. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah. that's, that's a great Great tweet. Mm-hmm. High school and early college players tweets. Mwah! Oh, there man. Are so many bangers. So, so, so many. And Austin Reeves, well, yeah, he was a, he's actually he's super young here. 2012. He's 24, <laughs> so he's probably 12, 13 years old when he did this one. Uh, you remember Mitchell Trubisky's? This is Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky from 2011. Uh, I love to kiss... The tease. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I how old was Mitchell Trubisky then? <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky was probably like thirteen years old. Uh, he's twenty nine right now. So twelve years ago, he was like, oh, he's seventeen. He was seventeen year old kid. Mm. Yeah, of, yeah. Okay, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. That's a tweet that a seventeen year old would throw out there Dang. on the internet. Also, Austin Reeves was fourteen. Ooh, yeah. For this tweet. He was born okay. in 98. Yeah. It, look, life comes at you fast, mm-hmm. man. Life comes at you real, real fast. This is why I will never understand it. When you are a kid, when you get to college or you hire an agent, mm-hmm. your social media should be scrubbed. They should just tell you, you delete all of it should, and they, you start from scratch. To be honest, they, yeah, yes. Okay. I thought you were going to say that they, they, they should like monitor it. I'm like, Somebody should go back and delete it. No, for scrub you. it. No, yes. it, you scrub it, yeah. or it gets deleted entirely, full, full scent. Like you do not have anything out there mm-hmm. because you're going to step in it like this. Because guess what? Kids are stupid. Yes, very. They're very dumb across every single level. I'm very happy that social media didn't exist when I was a kid. Like, I mean, honestly, it would have like the things that. It just is not worth it if you are a a high-level athlete to put this stupidity of a child's brain on the internet. For I mean, well, look, I'll just say this for anybody. Like, this will be the downfall of social media is when people are like, is it really worth it when I'm not getting jobs, when people aren't getting jobs mm-hmm. as they get older because of the stuff that they put out on the internet when they're 12, 13 years old? 14 years old, mm-hmm. right? Like Austin Reeves, like we can laugh about that because that is hilarious. It's very One, dumb. That the 14-year-old came up with that or found it from somewhere and then put it on there and then ended up playing with LeBron and then having to go, oh, God, this is going to suck. But how about the uh, the nice little humble brag he threw in there too of I called LeBron over to me and LeBron came over to him. You know what? I didn't even think about he that. He slid that in and was like, you know, LeBron comes to me. You know, I say, hey, come on over here. But that one is that one is innocent. I just don't understand why they have anything left on their social media when they get to the 
two professional sports. Now, most of the the, the guys nowadays are smarter about it, for sure, especially at the very top of the draft. Yeah. But, yeah, again, you still, there's still bangers out there. And totally. that's why you have to go all the way back. So good. Yeah, you hire somebody to scrub the social medias. So good. Well, speaking of people having thoughts <laughs> on things, there are. Can you imagine that that feeling of you open up your phone for the first time of the day? You're like, oh, oh crap. No. They found one of my old tweets. No. Here we it's go better again. to have one of those than have like the cancelable tweets. Right. Yeah. Which there's plenty of those that have come across sports. 100%. Uh, some differing views on the on what's going on with the Michigan spying spygate scouting scouting gate. Do we have a gate name for this yet? No, I don't think it's risen to gate yet. Uh, it is a spygate esque sure phenomenon. We, we need we need a good name for this. Every good scandal needs a name. But uh, a couple of big name coaches have have uh, chimed in, and they may uh, go a different way than what you're planning. We'll get to that ne- next year on Danny and Dusty, Tenny the Fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Well, folks want to be mad about something all the time. And the Michigan yes, spy oh, oh, this isn't about oh, you. <laughs> this isn't about me trying to eat my food. Uh, speaking of, watch uh, watch Old Dads on Netflix. It's a fun little really movie. good show. It's a, it's a it's a good little movie. Bill Burr about always being mad. Yeah, Bill, well, Bill Burr is like mad. your spirit animal. He is. I, yeah. I, I, I probably shouldn't be, but yeah, we're driving in the same lane. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> um, but everybody's very bad. Oh my god, I can Ryan Day incredulous about this, and it's just it's yeah. so ridiculous in the sense of I've talked to a bunch of people in basketball about this this whole Michigan scandal. And to every single one of them, they've all been like, we just call that scouting. It's not some sort of scandalous thing to like pick up on signals or anything like that. That's just scouting. That's that's all we look at. That's we just call it scouting. Right. Well, I, I, but there there aren't written rules that you can't videotape specifically. And like what happens in NBA signals are different than what you see from college football, which is you are signaling in your play right from the sideline like you'll hear words be thrown out and you know you'll see so, like a coach on the sideline get up or down or whatever and the point guard will do his thing with football though it gives there's so much more like there's so much more that happens in a sure. play well, yeah I mean, right? more, giving away what the play is sure. it's far more it's far different, but the idea, and really, this is why I think that Jim Harbaugh is going to play dumb in his defense because he probably was, and that he thinks that the NFL, like he just goes with the NFL mentality, that he probably didn't know that this was a hard and true rule in college football that you couldn't go and and try to decipher the 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 hand signals. He knew that you can't videotape them, and he knew that you can't go to the lengths that. Connor Stallions went to, but I don't think that he thought in-person scouting was going to be as big of a deal as it is. Well, it's kind of funny that you mentioned the NFL side of this because um, there's two coaches here uh, on the NFL side of things, or previously on the NFL side of things. Number one in Matt Rule, who, uh, you know, he had his thoughts on it. Yeah, sign stealing happens every game. 
Um, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with teams over there looking over trying to steal our signs. There's nothing wrong with us trying to look at their signs. That's why you should have mics in the helmets, right? Like all these coaches yes. that vote against it every year mm-hmm. is because they don't want to teach their quarterback. You know, in the NFL, each quarterback goes out there with three play calls <laughs> because if I see if I see the free safety's foot like that, it might be one high. I'm going to check to this play. And if I, but you get to college and you're watching a game on a Tuesday night, and you know they they got the signal and they're just calling a play. So that's uh, what makes college football to me. That's why they score a lot, maybe more points, but it's also why the kids are less prepared. So that's why they should, there should be, 100% should be. We could get rid of all the stupid signs on the sidelines, and we could get pictures of, you know, rock stars and all that stuff, and we could just play football the way it was meant to be. You go to a high school game, there's technology on the sideline. You go to an NFL game, there's technology on the sideline. You go to the college, there's nothing. When you, when you played Michigan, did you have any suspicions that there was more than the usual amount of knowledge on their side? I, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, no one from the Big Ten or NCAA has asked me anything yet, so I'm not going to probably comment on anything like that. I, I would never want to cash shade at somebody else going through a hard time. I don't know anything. Number one, Matt Rule threw in a get off my lawn there moment, but he also mm-hmm. had some like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. But he also had, here's my favorite thing about people who com- or, or complain and have an answer. Right to said complaint. Put technology back on the field. This is what I've been saying for years, is that you? why could you not have the headset and the earpiece go in? And actually, you know, Chris Vanini of The Athletic, he has a uh, he has an article up right now about how they kind of slid under the radar, and it's going to be on a trial basis, but this bowl season in playoff, there will be the use of technology, whether it is the earpiece in the quarterback's helmet. And I think it's an unlimited amount. It's not just the quarterback. And then a wristband. You could also use a wristband like we see pitch common major league baseball, mm-hmm. or they have wristbands that you quite literally, it'll just have a reading of what play you're running. Mm-hmm. It'll just come into your wristband. Then it disappears. It goes away. And so every player knows what play they're magic? Gonna, they can run. Yeah. Yeah, right? Well, no, it's not magic. It's more of, you know, we all know what that means. It's computers. It's computers. It's computers is what it is. It would be like cool if it was magic. No, it's not. But they do need that. And I think what Rule is saying is, like, sign stealing does happen. Right when this whole thing came out, like, you see it. If you look close enough... Look on the edges of the coaches' boxes, mm-hmm. which is between the 25-yard lines of any sideline in college football. They're watching. At the, there will be a group of of coaches or lower-level assistants GAs. that are all sitting there, and they are looking at the opponent sideline as plays are coming in, and they're trying to decipher what it means. Mm-hmm. That is what naturally happens. This is where, like, when Connor Stallions is overstepping in this, is when you're buying tickets on each sideline to videotape on your phone what those signals are, and then you're taking it for, so you have a week's head start. I'm just calling that proper preparation. It is not that. It's what everybody accuses the Patriots of doing, which is cheating and using technology to decipher your signs. It's... It's what got people all hot and bothered about the Astros too. Is like both of those organizations use technology, yeah, but it, they to go it above and beyond more than that. The Astros are doing it live in games and communicating. Well, that's what you do live in game. And what do you think Michigan was doing? Michigan, there's a still mm-hmm. shot of the of a guy holding a laminated sheet of paper with hand signals on it. 
Like, what do you think that they were doing? Like, you don't think that they were using them live and in real time? Same. That's exactly what they were doing. I, I didn't hear any banging of trash cans. For <laughs> That's pass. the entire because two for pass, one for run. Hey, but you know what? They didn't need to because they could just tell them. <laughs> Like, uh, the, and that is like that's the whole thing about it. Like, I wish they would have gotten the band involved in this. It, th- it's exactly what the Patriots and Astros are doing, which is mm. taking something that is common, using technology, and taking it a step further. Well, there's another coach that thinks that wasn't such a big deal. No, and I look, I I agree with this to an extent. Coach Prime, he had his thoughts. I mean, everyone's trying to get an edge. I mean, everyone's trying to get whatever edge they can. Um, you could have someone's whole game plan. They can mail it to you. You still got to stop it. You still got to stop it. So in football, it's not as pronounced as baseball. If I know a curveball is coming, I'm, I'm, yeah, I got you. You know, with, with football, I don't give a darn. If you know a sweep is coming, you still got to stop it. Physically, you, it's a physical game. You got to stop it. So that that's a little tough. I don't buy into a lot of that stuff that someone's stealing this, stealing that. I don't. I don't buy into a lot of that stuff. You still got to play the game. Back in our glory days with San Francisco as well as the Cowboys, you know darn well Emmitt Smith is getting the ball. You know darn well Mike Irvin is running the comeback. You know darn well Jay Novacek is going to do what he's going to do, and you couldn't stop it. That's a really good mm-hmm. point. I remember what I said when the whole Lakeridge Tiger thing, the mm-hmm. the filming of practice. It's sure. like. This is where the I think forty-two-seven. It is a it's overblown in that, like with high school football, it is you could tell the entire defense what play is going to happen. There is still like three kids that are just going to do their own damn mm. thing, and it won't matter. Yeah, like you still have to execute the play. Dion is saying basically that, but at the Division One level, at a and Power Five. And as one of the top teams in the country, Michigan, sure. they execute at a much higher level, and the advantage Certainly. is inherently far greater. I mean that, but the reality is that there are so many teams that you know exactly what's going to come, but I dare you to stop it. It's, we are going to be better than to you. To put simply, the the the, the uh, brotherly shove, you know it's coming. Yeah, you stop kn- it. Anytime you play a wing T team. You know what you know what's coming. Three things are coming, and you you stop it. Yeah, that's what what the zone read is based on. Is like okay, you You know you know what we're gonna do. We know that we're watching you on the end, and you are our read man. But no matter what you do, we have a we have a way to beat Mm -hmm. you. That's what most of these offenses are built on. Is a built in win, no matter what a defense does, and so. Execution is paramount in all this, but where Dion kind of oversimplifies it is that, yeah, all of those things are are easier said than done. Like you know, he talks about those Cowboys teams. Well, essentially, Michigan is those Cowboys teams, sure, and they're supremely talented, better. and they're better than ninety percent of the opponents that they'll have. The only team that they are not physically better than is Ohio State in their own conference, mm-hmm. and. A team like a team like Georgia in the college football yeah. playoff, but other than that, that advantage of knowing what the other team is doing when your players are better than them too, <laughs> that is a huge advantage. I feel like it, what Dion and Rule are saying here is get good. Yeah, just be better. Yeah. And uh, the idea of sign stealing is nothing new, no. and it's not out of the. It's out not of the out ordinary. of pocket. 
No. So, but uh, what Michigan did was too far, and now we're going to have technology, which is the big thing. I think a it, lot of people forgot. That's about. the best part about this is that this scandal, uh, handgate compromise, mm. handgate, handgate, right? Jeff Rust, hand signals gate, handgate. Mm. Nah. Uh, somebody's job might yeah it's somebody's job for sure uh it might lead to a technological change yep so there you go you get a nice little nice little change uh well speaking of uh changes in college football we've been quiet on the oregon state washington state front as far as what the hell is going to happen to them coming up in the next year or two and kind of where they're at financially are they going to exist uh we've got some uh, further news from ross dellinger we'll dive into that next here on danny and dusty tenny the fan T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 